Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Health news abounding the last couple of days. Delegates at the annual meeting of the American Medical Association, the AMA, House of Delegates adopted a policy aimed at clarifying how body mass index, BMI, can be used as a measure in medicine. Under the newly adopted policy, the AMA recognizes issues with using BMI as a measurement due to its historical harm. When you think of historical harm, you think of BMI. It's used for racist exclusion. (laughs) Uh, That's because BMI is based primarily, based primarily on data collected from previous generations of non-Hispanic white populations. Oh, okay. So it's an imperfect way to measure body fat in multiple groups. Given that it does not account for differences across race, ethnic groups, sexes, genders, and age span. Given the report's findings, a new policy supports AMA in educating physicians on the issues with BMI and alternative measures of diagnosing obesity. Then we have a group of health experts that have now said Americans age 19 to 64 should get screened for anxiety, even if they don't have any symptoms. The task force said pregnant women and new moms should also be examined. Now, about 19% of adults in the U.S. have been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder in the past year. Now, for the first time, the group of health experts have issued a final recommendation on anxiety screenings for adults. The task force plays a key role in influencing what preventative services insurance should cover, but doctors don't have to follow the recommendations. Now, I thought that along with BMI and this anxiety, that would be what your physician would take care of. Now, I don't know if I've ever been screened for anxiety or not, and I was wondering what the screening process is. Apparently, it's through a questionnaire at a doctor's office visit. I feel like I have, and it's been been quite a while since I've been screened for anxiety, but doctors want to know how often within the past two weeks the patient has been easily annoyed or irritable. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, bothered by uncontrollable worries or feeling so restless that it's difficult to sit still. Uh, Yes, I have definite anxiety and I need something for it, Doc. So if you could just prescribe a medication that would help me out a little bit, that would be great. Look, it's important. Not making fun of anxiety. I mean, it's important. Anxiety, depression symptoms, and they may not be obvious during a regular doctor visit. So if you feel like you are easily annoyed or irritable or bothered by uncontrollable worries or feeling so restless that it's difficult to set to set down and be still, well, you suffer from anxiety the horror welcome welcome to chewing the fat
Well, for those of you listening live, today is the 21st of June, 2023, and it is officially summer. So welcome to summer. Uh, For those of us living in Texas, it has already arrived. Uh, It has been uh, smoking hot and not in a good way uh, already in Texas. So it's a happy summer and uh, happy to be a part of it we also have a tropical storm uh, the second named storm of the atlantic hurricane season expected to arrive in the caribbean by the end of the week uh i was surprised at the second brain uh you know second name storm brett i was thinking well, i don't even remember when arlene showed up and then i find out there was also another storm that uh appeared and it appeared earlier than hurricane season so they just wrote it off yeah well we just that ah, didn't matter uh we don't we don't need to name that it happened before hurricane season so just writing it off so really this is not only this is the third storm but it is the only you know the second name storm of the hurricane season so it's off and running yay and then i see in florida a very uh, very strange uh thing it happened last year uh around tampa bay where they had a quarantine so now a quarantine in uh in florida has been placed because of the foreign gastropod i know the african land snail it was spotted in the miramar area of broward county earlier this month now this type of snail is known to be one of the most damaging mollusk subtypes in the world the quarantine was initiated this week by agricultural department's division of plant industry after officials were able to confirm reports of the foreign gastropod and it applies to three and a half square mile radius in broward county including fort lauderdale the department said that the quarantine order will remain in effect while officials treat the surrounding area with metaldehyde with uh, metaldehyde based molluscide side <laughs> uh they've got poison they're going ahead and poisoning it uh, the goal is to completely eradicate the pest which can grow as long as eight inches long and is able to lay thousands of eggs at a time during procreation. Yeah, no thank you. Now, apparently, the land snail poses a significant... The African, I'm sorry, the African land snail poses a significant threat to both humans and vegetation. The breed carries a parasite called rat lungworm that can cause meningitis in humans. It also consumes over 500 types of plants, as well as paint and stucco that causes property damage. <laughs> Wait, what? You, uh, we have a, a snail that eats paint and stucco, and that causes property damage? Yes, yes, it does. Now, they had this problem up in Pasco County uh, last year when they had a uh, you know, confirmed sighting of an African land snail. Now, the weeks that followed, more than a thousand land snails were captured. Holy cow. Now, they believe that people are bringing the African land snails into the U.S., wanting them as pets. Who's a good little African land snail? You are. Come here. Okay. If you want, (laughs) if you're going to get a land snail as a pet, uh how about no uh, how about choose another animal <laughs> or another mollusk i want the little six to eight inch snail you can take him out for a walk are you ready honey okay 
let's go come here uh no uh no so be prepared if you're in that neck of the woods and be on the lookout for the african land snail you don't want none of that you know we were doing uh talking walking dead this week with uh, which we do each week uh with uh jason buttrell and my son maximus fisher uh co-host the show talking walking dead each week and if you subscribe to this show you see it pop up on your timeline and we discuss uh, the latest happenings in the talking dead in the walking dead world and uh the uh fear of the walking dead is in its final season and uh, there was the mid-season finale last week and it also started the new show uh, dead city with uh negan and maggie and it, you know it was fascinating I, I, we enjoyed it and you can go back and listen to the review but in the in the show uh dead city Ma- negan and maggie get behind this wall of garbage bags but it's a wall of roaches and you see these roaches start crawling on them and they're pushing them off and then they pull this bag down and it's just thousands if not millions of roaches crawling everywhere and uh you know you just hear negan go nope and they get out of there but i was reminded of a time when i was living in florida and my ex-wife at the time my oldest son's mother well, I just bought a new house and I was over there helping them move in and do some stuff around the house. And, and there was an area off to the side of this house where I guess an old tree and there was a shed that was there, which we tore down. But there was still a shed there. But in front of where the shed was, was where there was an old tree. And I guess they just cut it down and left all the roots and everything in the ground. And so while I was getting stuff and moving stuff into the shed, and as I'm deciding, oh, I'm going to need to mow the lawn. And uh, I know, don't look at me like that. I know she was my ex-wife, and but, you know, it was, it was a long story. Uh, you know, a longer story than this story. <laughs> so uh i go to mow that part of the yard and thousands of roaches come out of the ground they were living in this tree stump that was still underneath the ground it was unbelievable i'd never seen anything like it i mean they were just storming out of the ground because i was shaking up the ground with the lawnmower it was unbelievable and I, to this day, I don't know that, they, that that we've killed them all or that we've got them all. I mean, I was ready to just burn the place down and create a giant fire pit where these roaches were. It was amazing. I mean, if I don't know if you ever had, like, I sure, you live in Florida, you have roach problems in your home, and you move into a new house that's been empty for a while, new for you, and, you know, there's roaches, and you got to, you, all you do in Florida is keep them at bay. You keep the bug spray around the house and inside the house and around the yard and everybody keeps the bugs at bay. It's pretty much built on ants and roaches. You know, that's what it is. And I, and I know that those, those aren't cockroaches, Jeff. Okay. I know. I know. Those are palmetto bugs. Okay. I know. Those are the ones that fly. I got it. But they do have roaches as well. There's, you know, an abundance of cockroaches in Florida. And it was just incredible to me to have this huge pile. I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) It was at least a five by five square circle. I think you know what I'm saying. And it was just roaches coming out of the ground. It was, oh, 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 you can quote me on that too, by the way. Oh, 
All right, all right, let's let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. <sighs> so Blaze TV is trying to bring late night TV that was funny back. They have a new show called Normal World. Normal World. You can join comedians Dave Landau and Quarter Black Garrett tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern as they reinvent late night using topical sketches, comedic conversations, and the latest political and social news, and even musical guests. So Blaze TV is rescuing comedy from the humorless left. Join us tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern. Head over to YouTube.com at Normal World and hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on the fun. YouTube.com at Normal World. Uh, it just debuted last night. It premiered last night and uh, pretty, really good. And, uh, you know, you could take a look if you think about it. Uh, it's really funny. Um, I really appreciated the opening bit. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping for more bits. And we'll just leave it at that. I'm hoping for more bits, and I'm sure they're going to come. Blaze TV, bringing Late Night back with Dave Landau and uh, Quarter Black Garrett. 10 p.m. Eastern, YouTube.com at Normal World. YouTube.com at Normal World. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on the fun. Okay, did you know that Disney had a new film out? <laughs> a new Pixar film? I did not. It's called Elemental. Really, I've been to the theater uh, recently as well, and I don't recall seeing a preview for Elemental, which I would think that I would have. So it's rated for children ages six and up, and apparently it tackles racism and xenophobia, and it features Disney's first ever non-binary character. And big surprise, it uh, could be the worst earning opening ever for the movie. Uh, what? I know. Now, The Hollywood Reporter said uh, of Elemental, a high-concept pitch that could only be rendered via dazzling state-of-the-art computer animation, a serious, overarching theme about ethnic strife and racial tolerance, humor for both kids and adults. Yeah, nothing says humor for both kids and adults like ethnic strife and racial tolerance. <laughs> uh, okay, you know, I, I got it. Uh, wonderful. But uh, they apparently... Uh, they made like 29.1 or 29.5, which is a little bit more than the 29.1 that the original Toy Story uh, opened with in 1995. Although with inflation, I think that uh, may be lower. And I feel like, look where, to again, they can use the example of look where to Toy Story is since 95. So are we going to have, uh, you know, an elemental one two three and four who knows it certainly is possible anything is possible in today's world but i you know according to variety elemental landed by far the worst start in modern history for pixar ranking below some of the more forgettable attempts like 2015's the good dinosaur <laughs> and 2020's onward so the budget for Elemental was $200 million. So only making $29.5 million on opening weekend, 
Uh, you can quote me on this. Not good. So Quentin Tarantino, uh, you know him, you love him. He was uh, being interviewed uh, f- by La Liberation. And uh, he claims that, uh, I, this is Quentin talking, I reject the word offended. Anyone can be offended by anything. Frankly, I think most of the time, and there's are no doubt some exceptions, saying you're offended by a film is the first response of a very narrow mind. Uh, I don't necessarily disagree with Quentin. Now, he did go on to say that he was offended once by a film. He refused to name the film. He called it very racist. Said there was a movie that came out in the last 10 years. I won't name it that really offended me but the more i thought about it the more i realized that it was my problem huh no kidding i found it racist i wanted to punch the director i still think it's racist but it's just an effing movie man (laughs) thank you it's just an effing movie saying you're offended by a film is the first response of a very narrow mind art is no offense it's just ridiculous to be offended by the content of a film amen amen now in this story they talk about him getting ready to work on his final film and i thought wait what are we talking about quentin and his final film uh what in the world are you talking about he's got a new film going to come out uh he's set to release his and this is what the quote tarantino is set to release his final film the movie critic which he will direct in the fall of 2023 oh okay well why is it going to be his final movie i don't get it apparently uh his long-running promise uh, you know slash threat that he'll retire from directing movies after his 10th film which the movie critic will be his 10th film and it's in you know pre-production as we speak so he said that uh he's uh, this movie is in the year 1977 the movie critic is based on a guy who really lived but was never really famous and he used to write movie reviews so i'm sure you know i love the premise i think it's a it's a final it'll be awesome will it be his final film quentin tarantino i i would say no to that (laughs) i would say he'll find a way around that like uh he's not going to call himself the director anymore he'll be the executive producer slash director and uh they'll just he'll continue to do movies i mean you don't you're not quentin tarantino and you're not giving up the thing that you do because you said some offhand remark uh you know while you were doing drugs with your friends i'm gonna quit after my 10th movie uh directors they start getting screwed up after the 10th movie yeah i want some more though give me some more of the drugs we're on and then we can just hang out and drink and party and for sure i'm gonna be done and now you're gonna hold them to it no uh no i would say that's not gonna happen so the owners of smosh who sold it are now buying it back and they're going to go back to making comedy on youtube again i guess um they these two guys hecox and padilla started in 2005 when they were just uh, under the premise of you know two friends posting playful videos on the internet and it was i mean youtube 
It was huge. It's got 25 million subscribers still. Now, they sold it to Defy Media. And then Defy Media, that went through the floor. And so these uh, Rhett and Link acquired it in 2019. And then now uh, these two, Anthony Padilla and Ian Hecox, are getting Smosh back. So for those of you that subscribe to Smosh, uh, just know that the original, the founders, are back and they're ready this time they're pissed no i I don't know that they are but uh they're ready to go and probably creating content i don't think it's going to be you know we'll see if they can keep up with the normal world on uh uh, the blaze tv uh, with uh, on youtube so and you know my youtube channel chewing the fat with jeff fisher is just under 25 million subscribers so if you could go over there and subscribe that would be great. I'd like to, you know, kind of catch up to Smosh um, just below uh, 25 million subscribers on my YouTube channel. That's I, I know I, I don't know, I hate to beg, but, you know, it's just I'd like to, you know, get I'd like to break 25 million. And, uh, you know, I've got a, just a little ways to go. So if you can help out, that would that would be great. And while you're doing that, if you could just follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, that would be great. Uh, you could follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. That would be very kind of you. You can also order a cameo from me if you'd like. Uh, go to Cameo under at JeffyJFR and order one. Uh, and on Cameo's my pimp, so you just order through Cameo. It doesn't It's not free. Uh, you order through Cameo, and you just tell them whether you want me to be happy, glad, sad, mad, mean. And I do it. And then you pay them. That's, you know. Isn't that what a pimp does? Anyway, uh, so you can cameo uh, me at Jeffy JFR. And you can always uh, communicate with myself and the show uh, at chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can email anytime you want. That's how the internet works. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so starting July 3rd, 2023, in Dallas, Texas, 911 emergencies will still receive immediate attention. Oh, well, that's good to know. But if it's not an emergency emergency, you're going to need to go ahead and report it online. (laughs) Oh, okay, We're, we're sorry. That's not an emergency. Could you fill out a form online, please? Click. Uh, these incidents include accident reports, vehicle burglaries, uh, identity theft, and interference with child custody, among others, uh, that you'll have to just fill out a form on DallasPolice.net. And a series of pop-ups will guide you through the reporting process. So you just follow the prompts. It's just that easy. I'm sorry. You're going to have to go to DallasPolice.net. Thank you for calling. 
for those of you without a computer, uh, you may say to yourself, hey, uh, I don't have a computer. Well, you kind of do if you're calling that one. But, you know, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't have access to Wi-Fi. Uh, you can uh, go on down to the Dallas Police Department headquarters. I've got a little kiosk set up for you. And you can fill out uh, your 911 emergency report right there. Now, the 911 administrator, Robert Urbibe, uh, Urbibe, Urbabe, uh, U-R-I-B-E, Robert Urbay, uh, says uh, folks can also use computers at public libraries to file an online report. That's awesome. Uh, and I'm sorry, we can't take your 911 call. You can either go down to the police department or you can go to the library or you can use your own computer to fill out an online form. Thank you for calling. Never mind that the city was just hacked, uh, you know, about a month ago. Uh, with a ransomware attack. Uh, the department's website went down. The 911 computer assisted dispatch was crippled, and detectives lost access to electronic case files. That's awesome. And they're not, they don't even want to comment about the lingering effects. No, we're not going to talk about that. And so, uh, anything that you have questions about the internet and the city, how about you just shut up about it? Okay? Yeah. How about you just do that? Uh, you should feel safe that your information is secure on our website so don't worry about uploading your personal information to our websites everything will be fine and if you don't think it's going to be uh, shut your face okay because it is <laughs> so just remember starting july 3rd when you call 911, if it's not an emergency emergency you're going to have to go and fill out a form online that's great and just so we're updating you a little bit, uh, as of this recording, they have not found the members of uh, the crew that went down uh, to look at the Titanic in the submarine. Uh, they're still being searched for. They have not found them. Apparently, we've heard some banging, but we don't know that it's them. We're trying to find them. And time is of the essence now. I mean, time was always of the essence, but uh, it for sure is coming down to the wire now with the depleted oxygen levels getting to crucial levels. So uh, uh, by this time tomorrow, we'll know whether we're going to continue to search for them or if we're just going to wait for the uh, for the sub to pop up and somewhere down the line. We don't know. I mean, it could have been taken by UFOs. You know what I'm saying? The Tic Tac UFO could have taken the sub and, uh, you know, maybe they'll show up a month from now thinking that no time has passed and wonder where the hell everybody is. I don't know. Uh, it could it could happen. It could happen. But until then, we have to keep listening for the banging, you know, like uh, they did. Remember the movie uh, Hunter Killer? Uh, with Gerard Butler, love that stupid movie, uh, when they went to rescue the Russian captain after his submarine had uh, been hit and was sitting at the bottom of the ocean, uh, they, over, they heard what we're told the Coast Guard is hearing today looking for this sub. <sighs> Now, they say they were hearing it every 30 minutes, and you think to yourself, well, you'd be doing it more than every 30 minutes, but you don't want to use up all your oxygen either. So, you know, I, you know, our, our, obviously our prayers are with them, but it is not looking good. 
So Michael Jordan in the news uh, everywhere, it seems, these days. His sneakers, his uh, flu game sneakers uh, from 1997, the NBA Finals, just sold, including a buyer's premium, at an auction on Wednesday for $1.38 million. <laughs> uh, I mean, good, if you can afford uh, I'd rather I'd rather you spend the money on the flu game shoes and then go down in the sub run by a uh, game controller. But, you know, what do I know? So uh, after putting up 38.7 rebounds, five assists, he was suffering from food poisoning. So it wasn't really a flu game, but he was sick. He gave he signed the sneakers and gave them to Preston Truman, a ball boy for the Utah Jazz, who apparently had earned Jordan's favor because uh, he brought him applesauce before the games. The sneakers remained with Truman for 15 years until he sold them in 2013 when he co-signed them to be sold by Gray Flannel Auctions. They sold for $104,765. That's a mere pittance to the 1.38 million that they sold for uh, a couple of days ago. <laughs> so congratulations to the uh, flu game sneakers who broke the million dollar threshold. But it's not the most expensive pair of shoes worn that were sold. They belong to the Air Jordan 8 breads that Jordan wore the second half of Game 2 of the 1998 NBA Finals, which sold earlier this year for $2.238 million. So congratulations to Michael. I don't know that he gets a cut of any of that. He is selling his share of the Charlotte Hornets his uh, majority share of his share of the charlotte hornets and so once the deal is done he will have a minority investment he's still hanging around the organization but it's been a less than you know super successful time uh, for the charlotte hornets they really haven't done anything fantastic but he is now with once he goes away uh, that'll leave the NBA without any black majority ownership, which uh, you know they're going to want to they're going to want to change that. How much does Michael get for that? I don't know. He spent in 2010. He bought uh, he bought the team a minority stake in the Hornets for 275 million dollars. All right. So uh, what he's going to sell for? I don't know. Uh, it'll probably be another. Who knows? The Phoenix Suns. Uh, just sold for four billion. They're talking about this uh, NBA franchise being valued at three billion. Does Michael get all of that? Probably not. Uh, he probably keeps his minority stakes and uh, keeps uh, walks away with a couple billion dollars. That'd be tough to take. <laughs> really tough to take. Oh, and if you're thinking to yourself, man, you know what I would like is a collector's edition bidet. You know, one that might have been used by celebrities. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you can get one now. The uh, sale for the bidet that uh, may have possibly been used by Jay-Z and Beyonce, along with the gold hardware features, you can get for 2400 bucks. Also, you can get uh, French doors, the arched French, French doors, uh, 118 by 30 inches. They're for sale for $3,600. Uh, you can also get another another door, a bifold 
old accordion doors that stand 10 feet uh, are on sale for $6,400. And those all could have been used by Jay-Z and Beyonce because it came from a rental home that they rented uh, in 2015. Uh, they were renting this dump for 150000 a month. Now, they just bought the $200 million mansion, but you they did stay in this particular house. The owner uh, has since sold it, and the new owner is renovating it and wanted to get rid of it. So uh, the uh, architectural salvage L.A., Eric's Architectural Salvage LA is uh, selling the merchandise on eBay and you can get the bidet and the door frames and the windows and uh, man do how much do I want a bidet that could have been used by Jay-Z and or Beyonce I don't know if it was uh, you know maybe it was just hers you might be able to get more money if you say that or maybe they both used it or maybe they didn't use it at all i don't know it doesn't say it doesn't come with a certificate of authenticity that beyonce and or jay-z actually used the bidet maybe that's why it's only 2400 bucks but head over to the ebay site and make your bid because man does it look like a beautiful bidet So today, we have an opportunity to talk to uh, Brian Boone, who is uh, the author of Strange USA, and uh, the it's a new book. It's uh, historical oddities, roadside rarities, unique eats, am- amazing Americans, and it's fascinating. It's part of the Uncle John bathroom reader series, and we've talked to uh, we've talked to other Uncle Johns in the past, but today I'm not the first. I'm not the today, first. It's a we, uh, well. You know, it's, sorry it's about a, it's that. It's a it's a title that passes down. You know, like the, yeah, the Pope yeah. or the Dalai Lama. And I appreciate it. As, I, as I'm reading through the book, uh, I find some some of the stories uh, obviously I knew and we had talked about before in the past. Some of them were really new uh, I, to me, at least the idea. Like I never realized that uh, there never actually was a better a Betty Crocker. I don't know why right. I didn't know that. I just I feel like I should have known that, but <laughs> I did. As that was fascinating to me. I mean, that's just good marketing. If if they made you think she was a real person. Right. Because there's so many people that that are like that, that uh, or that seem fake that are real. Like Johnny Appleseed seems fake to me, but is a real person. Right. He really did, you know, traverse around the, the frontier in the in the late 18th century planting apple trees, not for fruit, but for, you know cider apples and to make applejack with right well you know i mean apples actually i believe uh the fun fact with apples right is the only fruit that's in every state in the united states that's right uh, yeah. Oh, yeah thank you it's just a little fun, everywhere. Yeah, a little, little chewing the fat fun fact on apples <laughs> and johnny appleseed that guy was everywhere so uh brian thank you welcome to chewing the fat how are Glad you to good here. to see thank you you, so I, you know uh, last time i talked to uh Oh, shoot. Anyway, the other Uncle John. And uh, I asked him about his collection of uh, toilets. And he said he had quite a collection. Now, I was wondering if and I'm a little disappointed uh, for those that are you know watching this interview along with listening to it. Uh, your background does not have a single uh, toilet in the background. I'm a little disappointed. It, does, what's going it doesn't. On. It doesn't. My, uh, I don't think my wife would let me put little tiny toilets up everywhere. <laughs> but it's part of the deal. I've got like 200 Pez dispensers in the other room. Oh, right? nice. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's a good collection to have. I like it. That's fun. Are you, how are you, uh, are, are you part of the 
Pez collection world. We'll get off the book of uh, Strange USA for a second. Are you part of the Pez Collectors Union? Not, not really. I just, I just, uh, I started when I was a kid, and then you know, just people gave them to me, like, "Oh, you're Pez guy." So I just like got more and more and more. Of them. <laughs> it's an easy yeah. gift. Yeah, it's a great. It's gift. a Pez guy. Friends would would make me, you know, Pez dispensers of themselves, like they'd they'd you know draw on them and stuff like that. So I just have some. I just have like you know, I don't have anything like super valuable. I just think they're weird and cool. Right. Okay, so we'll get back to the book. Now, I know that uh, this book is, uh, you know, part of a long line of books with uh, strange and fun facts in them. And there were some really good factoids in uh, this latest book. Uh, when you, How long did it take you to have you put, been, how long have you been doing this particular book? Um, this one took about a year. Just It, wow. it took about a year, just about the same amount as a, as a regular bathroom reader, just uh, just sorting through all of the information that, that you know, that we get an influx of just yeah. we've got a research library we get you know a dozen magazines we get newspapers people send us clippings and email forwards and you sort through all that and then you right. realize we've got a lot of good stuff here about one subject so let's just do let's just do an america book let's just do like a uncle john's backseat reader like right. awesome take it out of the bathroom put it in the backseat of the car and just like fun trivia that you can that you can look at while you're uh on your summer road trip Absolutely. I noticed uh, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite characters. In fact, when I grow my hair long uh, and shave, I look similar to Ben Franklin and have, in fact, played him uh, on the on the network that this show broadcasts. On. <laughs> cool. And I know Ben plays uh, quite a role uh, in this particular uh, episode, uh, Strange USA. There's a number of stories about Ben, whether it's Ben Franklin or his uh, poor Richard, right? the poor richard's almanac i mean that's 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 our uh that's our ancestor yeah that was good stuff my favorite i think was the uh and i'm a little disappointed it didn't happen to myself or someone in my family uh getting pinched in the in the rear end at his <laughs> gravesite uh i have been to his gravesite in philadelphia and i'm a little disappointed it didn't happen that, so, is, that his ghost didn't uh yeah reached out to my wife anyway something i mean somebody I mean, in the family he was a bit of a lich, so yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to hear that. <laughs> I love. I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, uh, I'm still sad when I, as I read it. I can't stop it. Okay, so and my favorite, I, one of my favorites. I, I keep saying my favorite because as I was going through, I'm like, oh, I like that. I like that. That's fascinating. Uh, the top ten sandwiches. So when you get to, obviously, uh, you know, the fight for number one and grilled cheese wins that, right? But I am disappointed that. Uh, Peanut butter and jelly was that low on the list, I and mean, I was like number nine. What are we doing? I, you know, I think I think the peanut butter and jelly is just really polarizing, and I think I think like kids like it, but adults don't. And if if adults do eat it, like they they eat it, you know, furtively late at night, hiding because it's kid stuff. It's like oh, I don't want to <laughs> be seen eating my my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But uh, you know, if it was good enough for Elvis, it's good enough for me. Absolutely, throw some nanners on there. You're good to go. Nanners pound of bacon love that don't hey don't mess with the king don't do it <laughs> don't do it you need a bathroom reader with the king i'm all about that so out of all the stories so far and i mean there's there's plenty uh you know the uh the the diner lingo and um I, another thing i really like was the lynch mobs uh, i don't know that i knew that either i the, I, which that, one? the lynch mobs oh the, uh, lynch with mobs. the hangings yeah um, i don't know that i actually knew the lynch mob story that was really fascinating yeah the the fact that it's named after somebody is uh right. you know, what a what a legacy 
uh, and that it went goes back, you know, all the way to revolutionary times. Uh, yeah. Charles Lynch, he, you know, led a band of vigilantes to uh, to take care of some some British sympathizers and. And then they were they were the first lynch mob. Really fascinating, right? And then from that on, it was you know we just carried it on. So lynch yeah. mob, and good you don't know us. where it started. I know, yeah, good for <laughs> us. <laughs> uh, it's important that they don't actually happen anymore. I'm a fan of that actually. Uh, so out of everything that you've done on this book, now so much is on the cutting room floor, and I'm sure you'll sweep some up and use uh, you know Uncle John's bathroom reader cutting room floor uh, clippings <laughs> as well. And why not? But uh, what what's your favorite? I mean, there's got to be something in there that you said, "Oh wow, that, I love that." Um, I did not know, like you know, you always talk about like ghost stories and stuff about how ghosts are always like you know Victorian era ghosts or or it's always old buildings. But uh, I did not know that the Grand Canyon was haunted. Oh yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a plane crash in the fifties. Two plane crashes, like virtually simultaneous in the 50s and uh they crashed in this really remote part of the park so remote that they couldn't get rescue efforts or recovery efforts out so they just kind of left everything and everyone leave it be so that's crash canyon this very remote part virtually inaccessible early 2000s a park ranger working for the national park service decides to i'm gonna go camp there camps all the way down and uh 3 a.m she's by herself 3 a.m here's you know voices footsteps opens up the flap of the tent and sees just this this long line of like a hundred people walking up toward the crash site and they're all dressed in like you know they're all dressed like fonzie you know just like 1950s right. clothes pretty amazing that's pretty tricky yeah, you don't you, think of ghosts being like outside either uh, like <laughs> <laughs> no you don't no you don't they're usually uh under a roof you're 100 yeah, right yeah yeah they're trapped somewhere yeah well i'm sure there's a cave somewhere they're living in there right. uh, somewhere in the daytime right uh and and of course we believe her i mean there's no way that something like this yes. could be made up that's impossible don't there's there's no witnesses don't, go don't, there. don't, don't mind that <laughs> right I <laughs> it's a good story it is a good story so just shut up about it okay <laughs> i mean we just had a guy fall off the 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 walking trail yeah. you know the, from the uh oh shoot uh i forget where it's at there the the one indian nation anyway the guy uh fell off, off they, the sky bridge yeah and they don't know you know they're still investigating i mean it's like four thousand feet obviously right. he didn't survive yeah. so maybe he's growing uh you know part of the ghost people there but they they i mean they found his body but they don't know if it was on purpose or if somebody pushed him or if it was mm -hmm. an accident but uh you know we're adding to the the to the stories of the grand canyon man. there's just more lore there and just like and that's i mean that's the ultimate roadside attraction is this natural formation that's you know it sure is. Have you ever been, have you ever been out in any part of it? No, I haven't. It's but like, really I, I incredible. Been... I never, I never realized. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect it to be as awesome as it is. Right. You know what I mean? And we. Yeah, it's like a hole uh, in the ground, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's always was. Oh, yeah. Okay, so a river runs through there. That's great. But when yeah. you're standing there, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. It really is. If you get a chance, 
for sure do it. It's pretty well, amazing. I want to go, but I just, that sky bridge is always. No, I'm not doing that. Me out. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, there, I, first of all, there's a weight limit, I'm sure. And I would not be on that. <laughs> I'm sure the Indian nation would be going, no, Jeff, uh, now you can stand here, but you're not going out on the bridge. Okay. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't. I didn't want to suspend in air above the Grand Canyon anyway. <laughs> well, that's right. I want my twenty five bucks back. I'll tell you that <laughs> twenty five bucks. Right. Uh, so uh, anyway, the new book, uh, Strange USA, uh, Historical Oddities, Roadside Rarities, Unique Eats, and Amazing Americans. We had, uh, and we, we've covered some of the ones that were some of my favorite, and uh, I had forgotten about. Uh, I'm going to just do one more story and then we'll we'll get off the stories because you need to read it yourself, um, is the uh, the old Winchester house. Uh, I do remember that. So she was just, you know, pretty much back crazy uh, sure. and, you know, had a bunch of money. And I was surprised that, you know, the the psychic didn't say, give me your money and you will you will feel better. The psychic was just like, no, you have to move and continue to add on to this house. And she did. She just kept going, just kept going because she was so haunted by the ghost of of those killed by her husband's, you know, right to the death of the Winchester, really. right? Yeah, she's heir to the Winchester fortune, but the, it was blood money to her. So she just kept building this this crazy house that's, uh, you know, there's doors to nowhere and, you know, hallways that wind up under themselves somehow. Right. It's it's a trippy place. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it feels haunted. So uh, there's plenty of stuff to uh, fascinate you and the kids all summer long. Uh, Strange USA available. Where's the best place I could get it? Do I need to go to your website? Can I get it anywhere? Yeah, you can go to portablepress.com. That's our website. There you there's go. The That's there the best place blog, to get it. Which, more stuff. It's, it's at Amazon. It's at your local bookstore. It's at Barnes & Noble. So all the, all the places. Uh, have you guys uh, on your at uh, portablebooks.com is... Books. I'm sorry, sorry portablepress.com. Yeah, don't go to Portable Books. That play, those people are bad. But Portable those Press. Are, those people are scam artists. Right. But go to portablepress.com for uh, all your uh, Strange USA historical oddities and roadside rarities. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, so much for putting all this stuff together. It fascinates me. And I, 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 I wouldn't actually mind being a part of it. It's fantastic what you guys do. And I really appreciate you coming on, Brian. And well, uh, so if there's much. anything we could do for you chewing the fat, I'm happy to do it. Uh, keep up the good work. And I appreciate you coming on. Strange USA is the latest book and you can get it at portablepress.com. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.